this is starting to feel like just like a weekly update. It is a weekly update. Like I feel like I'm just FaceTiming my family right now. And that's, that's the so whole good. vibe, that's you know? So good. Um, I'm Lauren. I'm Adam. And we are a married little duo. We are. And we've been doing this since 2019. 2019. July of 2019. So it's been 20, 21, 22, 22. Four years. Yeah. Four years on and off. Holy you know? cow. So it's been a minute. Um, we've we, been doing this for a while. Yeah. We're an evolving space to support your expanding curiosity. We have changed and evolved as people do, but maybe more than some. Maybe more than some. And I feel like it just, it always feels so like stepped because when we are in the season of doing podcasts, it's just, we do it every week and it's so close to each other that I'm like, you're getting the next like half a, a, half a step into the progress or into my progress, into the process of like whatever we're breaking down or building back up or discovering about ourselves. We love the updates. I think that's my favorite part about listening to podcasts is hearing like the beginning of the episode where it's like a discussion of what's going on in our lives how was your weekend how was your whatever and i i specifically enjoy that as i get to know like the podcasts the hosts yeah um and yeah and yeah it's been fun i was listening to our last episode which was the Mm -hmm. vegan one and i've had lots of thoughts since then um and if you're watching on youtube or on spotify uh you get the treat of seeing our scene change every week because (laughs) as we have been doing video it's been just a journey of figuring out what works for us because this is our house and making it seem like it's inviting and so us but also it's a studio it's like we want to be able to give you the actual energy that our house has for us in person yeah. But just in a little snapshot of the one scene that you get to see on a weekly basis. So yeah. it's like, I don't know. I think it's kind of been fun to shift it around and change it. I don't yeah. I don't necessarily love just like a stagnant. I know exactly what I'm going to see every time. Right. Like it's kind of fun to get a little bit of a tour of the house almost. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, it is. So um, anyway, so that's on video. If you um, haven't seen, go check it out. Um, otherwise, thank you for joining us today. Uh, I kind of want to hit a couple things today, a couple different topics and maybe Great. just see like where it goes. Um, but I'm feeling my ASMR vibes today with this tea sipping. It's amazing. I was waiting for that. Um, so the other day, yesterday I was, I went outside almost first thing in the morning and I got my feet in the ground. Like I took my socks off. And I put my bare feet on the ground. I was like, I need some grounding. Me and Patchouli were out there. And it was crazy how many downloads I end up, ended up getting yesterday. You just need to plug into the real computer that is the earth. You just got to touch. Get, yeah. the el- get the electrical impulses from the earth. Yeah. So just touch some grass. So <laughs> She is officially a Twitter troll. Ooh. <laughs> So anyway, one of the things that kind of came up while I was out there was that really got me like my brain just thinking from one thing to the next was I I went on my Instagram and I saw there was like some wellness thing happening here in Nashville. And um, I went to a couple accounts. I saw certain things that like piqued my interest, like people are selling like 
there was I could tell people were like selling raw milk. You know, you can't really promote it, but like I could, right. like, yeah. I was reading between the lines of things. <laughs> you were finding like, the black market. I farm was finding here. black market of the markets. Yeah. So anyway, I was like really interested to see like what this like this event was like or who was there. And for the most part, it looked really good. But I did click on some that I was like I was really intrigued in. But then I went to it, like the accounts, and was really just bombarded with it being super religious i was literally gonna say it's like going to a chiropractor in nashville it's it no it is it's the same thing it's like for some reason there is this wellness space it's like a holistic wellness in the south that is steeped in religion very 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 religious and even on social media i feel like i come across a lot of the times when it's people who are like small farmers homesteaders you know, things like that, where it's like, I'm interested in that topic. For some reason, it's like a lot of the times coincides with like a very religious fundamentalist kind of mentality. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I posted this on my Instagram and I got so many responses back and so many people were like, same, because I ended up posting something along the lines of, you know, um, I'm just really looking for like an agnostic, like people who are agnostic, but spiritual, who care for the earth and honor animals. And then I was like, oh, shit, I'm just looking for fellow indigenous people. Yeah, I was going to say literally you're looking for indigenous or witches, little so, farm witches. So, <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, I am. And but a lot of farm witches are end up being vegan. It's like. So the witches sometimes leans towards vegan or oh, vegan towards sure. witches. Yeah, that makes right? sense how we had our pipeline from veganism to all the things we did. No, it, it <laughs> does. It truly does. So now that I'm like, you know, not now that I'm consuming animal products, it's like I'm finding myself back in. I'm not in those communities, but I'm like I'm I'm visually seeing that that's where a lot of the people who are like into the things I'm into, like crunchy granola lifestyle stuff right now, it's very religious. And I was getting frustrated because I, that's not what I want. Like, yeah, (laughs) I don't want your Bible verses all over my like coffee mug. Like, right. But you do kind of want a little bit more of the practice, like not necessarily religious practice, but like, I feel like as much as you've been rooting back into eating meat again you've also been rooting back into your spiritual practices and research yeah well i think because i feel like what we discussed in the last episode was that there's a lot of um like we ended up kind of sitting back and got a little lazy because we were vegan we're like well we don't need to do anything else because we're doing the most by being vegan yeah totally and i feel like that that also applied to like my at least for me it it's kind of felt like it applied to my spirituality as well. Like I didn't have to try that hard because I'm already, I'm like so spiritual cause I'm vegan because you're vegan. I'm you're like podcast, already, you know, whatever I'm communing like, with the animals. I'm doing the most, you know? Yeah. Um, and because I felt really like I, I was really empathetic and all these different things. So I'm like, yeah, I'm very spiritual, but now it's like, I don't know if I, so I don't know if it's true in the sense that now I don't, get to just sit back mm. i don't know if that's like a true statement or if that's just how it feels um i need like i feel like i i want to be more proactive about honoring and a lot of the times when you honor something or you respect it 
usually there's some sort of uh, ceremony to sure. to do that, right? That's like so like prayer, like things like that. So I understand how the two could be seen together as far as like religion and you know farming and things like that also i got a message saying that a lot of people who are christian end up just because of like the history they're the people who have the money to have the land oh interesting yeah, especially a, in the south in the south yeah interesting. so i got a lot of those sort of responses yeah. i honestly the people on my instagram i love you so much because i have such like amazing conversation super insightful um i know i i'm like i get downloads mostly because of the people who are just like constantly in my <laughs> my dms <laughs> and like i'm of me just like having a great conversation with them that's so cool i i mean i knew your dms were valuable to you but i didn't realize that like they're instigating a lot of your growth that's really cool yeah so shout out to hannah i know she's gonna probably listen but she messaged me she said just someone over here looking for people who love the earth and believe that she holds the answers while also loving that science and modern medicine are great in their time and place just a girl trying to hold the balance of the two and then she said because a lot of the community that believe in um that believe in earthy living are also climate change deniers conservative christians and a lot of people who who believe in climate change also think that veganism and meat substitutes are where it's at big guys yeah like why see why don't those i mean i guess i get it on like a on on like a on a certain level where it's like at least the information that i had been given when i was researching into veganism and watching a lot of like anti-meat propaganda it was like that small farms are actually even less sustainable than factory farms because at least they've made the system efficient mm. at factory farms. Oh, weird. Um, I, I remember that, but like I haven't even thought about that. In a long so time. I'm like, like that. Like, take. are they almost a little like? Do they know a little bit too much about animal husbandry and like raising Ooh. the people who are like for real crunchy and oh. actually eat meat and are actually like. Uh huh. Like, I, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, it's it's a it's is that why they're conversation. Is that why they're like climate change deniers? Like they're the type that are selling raw milk. They're the type collecting rainwater. They're the type mm-hmm. denying the climate change stuff. And it's just interesting. Is it just very much like like, is it that with farmland and with all that kind of stuff comes a lot of space with a lot of space? You just aren't so socialized. You, and so you then you start your world is the whole world. And you start to get a little bit deeper into the conspiracy theory mindset. I think so. Where you're just like, there's a lot of things I don't know because I'm I'm not having conversation. And look, I'm, I can get onto a conspiracy. Trust. (laughs) Trust you, me. (laughs) But it, but it's the, like, it's the religion stuff that confuses me because it seems, I mean, truly from the depths of my heart, I don't need to be offensive in this, but like that seems so small. Like, conspiracy as far as like religion goes like it's i mean it's it's been debunked like <laughs> yeah like, like we kind of been doing the same thing yeah. over and over with different names like right. it's like telling the exact same story and pretending that it's not telling the exact same story constantly right. and i'm okay, i'm a, like i'm good for people like choosing that for their life and their belief sure. system but it, it i have an issue when they believe that like everyone has to feel that way sure you know so anyway (laughs) not to get you down that rabbit trail but no but that's kind of like what it started as and i was like oh my gosh so really i'm looking for indigenous community or people who really care for the earth in a totally different way who 
are open to evolving and changing their way of life and lifestyle depending on what is best suited for their body bio bio individuality um i really believe in it's not something i believed in when i was vegan like when i was hardcore vegan i was like you're like everybody is the same this look at our teeth look at our organs look Mm -hmm. at this look at the way we digest we're like uh, we're all the same we all need to be eating 25 bananas a day (laughs) like (laughs) a freaking monkey but no we are all so unique yeah um even the other even yesterday i was talking with my sister and she was like scratching her ankle a bunch and i was like what's going on she's like it's just dry like i just i have dry ankles whatever and i was like what did you get bit whatever she's like no just dry and anyway, i don't know how we got on, onto it but she was like ended up saying like imagine the driest person ever and ta- multiply but whatever she's like and that's me and i was like yeah and i'm like this oily sun oily goddess over here greased up <laughs> little bitch <laughs> i was like okay so she and i we could eat the same things forever and we have in, a lot in our lives yeah you guys were even vegan at the same time for a while yeah and our bodies and like our skin and like everything is so different so i'm like okay clearly bio individuality <laughs> is a thing yeah. um and so anyway so that was like one of the things i was like kind of got this like download i guess you could call it but anyway and so i was getting other messages too of people living in different places in the well in the world and they're yeah. like well it's different here or it's the same here or whatever like it was just it was interesting to get just all the different feedback i think it's cool that like i f- you're getting more of your insight and more of your um perspective now from online from oh. your community that you've built online because they are from so many different places mm-hmm. in the world. And I feel like that is what's keep not, not what's currently keeping you, but like what is keeping you away from the same mindset that would follow our dietary trends. Right I would now. never be Christian again. I, if that's what you're <laughs> totally, implying. That's, that's not what I'm implying, but, but I mean like, I feel like because you have so much perspective, you're so much less likely to fall down any of those little pitfalls. I have fallen down every pitfall i feel like that i could possibly fall and so no i'm i just have a foot in every single one at this point yeah so yes i get your point though i do think that that's why i said i love my instagram community (laughs) just because like i've always just had such good conversation with them and it's like kept me evolving as i keep having conversation and like i'll post one thing and somebody like responds to that dm and responds to this and it's just i don't know insta fam i love you yeah. Um, so that was the first thing. And then I was like, I've gotten really into. Um, oh, actually, sorry. Just to go back to that. Uh, I guess I was I was talking with someone and I was like, I understand thanking God for your food. Like if you believe in a deity and you're like, I want to thank this deity for this food in front of me. I'm like, sure. I, fine. I mean, I don't care. Like, that's great. I also think like a heart of gratefulness is where it's at. Like that's, I'm so happy if, you know, that's great. If you have a heart of gratefulness. However, and I wrote this down, I said only thanking God or creator for the food on your plate and not honoring the animal's life that you took part in taking is lazy. It's a way to avoid feeling the responsibility of your choices. Mm. Desensitization is killing us and the planet. That's one thing you've always been on. Yeah. Oh. Is that desensitization? It's just 
is the core of all the problems that we deal with. It is. I mean, it is. But you're also like recovering from being a little too sensitive and a little too open. I am. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't think the pendulum should swing the other way where when specifically when it comes to in the context of, you know, eating meat now and like, I don't want to be in the spirit of crying over it every single day. Mm. I don't think that does anything good in the world to just be upset. Um, I do think like a, like a spirit of like gratefulness and like coming from that place, like kind of you and I talked about, I think like that's really important. Um, I just think that so much, We've gone so far as as a society, the other direction of being so desensitized. Like we're intentionally desensitizing ourselves. Like there's enough in the world that already would desensitize you out of obligation so that you can survive. Well, and people like, if they think about it for one second, if they're eating animal products, like they took, they made a choice. And I feel like so, I'm not trying to get everybody to think about it all the time and every single time. But I, I think as a person, maybe being indigenous or it's just some, just who I am, like, I think it would do us some good as a society to pause a moment and not just think whatever deity you believe created the animal, Yeah. but taking the time to honor the animal that gave its life. Well, and I think even a step beyond that is like living in gratitude all the time about everything. It's like that whole everything's a miracle or nothing is right. And I know I've brought that up in the past, but like, I think in the same way as like animism as something that I've kind of been looking into is my spirituality. Yeah. Is that everything is, everything is a consciousness. Everything is conscious. So it's like gratitude just for killing an animal. You can also, you should also, and I think it would benefit everybody so much if we were grateful the things that are living around us to contributing to us like right and i know you are obviously so this way you're thanking the trees and talking to them and you're sitting outside and listening to the birds even though it's louder outside than you would like it to be and not because of the birds not because of the birds mm-hmm. <laughs> um so i know that that's like already such a part of just your existence and how you've always been just yeah. like laying under trees and that's been your prayer yeah and laying on rocks and doing all that and so i think it's just important that 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 is something that's on the forefront of people's minds that it's not just death that you have to be grateful for that it's life too yeah and but then it's like it's like all the above because you know how obsessed i am with like mushrooms yeah and a lot of the times they represent death sure in the sense that i mean they grow from compost and like mm-hmm. from death and like from rotting and things like that it's like fungi yeah um so i think there's like a beauty in all of it it's truly the circle mm-hmm. of life and i think going again going back to the animal products and consuming animal products it goes back to that and it takes me back to lion king and even the lions talked about it how yeah. they eat the gazelles and then they die and then the gazelles eat the grass where they like whatever everybody knows what i'm talking about <laughs> but um yeah, so all that like a circle of moment or circle of life and not desensitizing to the world around us. And maybe that's just me because I I am not desensitized mm-hmm. to a lot of things. Like I can't watch 
anything <laughs> like i can't watch movies a lot of the time i'm like i'm sensitive i'm like when people have like high energy like i'm sensitive when things are loud i'm sensitive so it's like yeah maybe it does come from a place where it's just the rea- reality i live in and so i'm biased in the sense that i think everyone should not be but i also think if we weren't desensitized there wouldn't be war yeah you know, I think it would cure the world. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's so, I think it's so difficult because like, it really is a double-edged sword where we were just talking about in our last episode that your sensitivity was too much and it forced you to close off in other directions. And I think like, I think also being so open and so grateful, this is going to sound, sound strange, I guess, but like we were so grateful to animals. We were so sensitive to the animals that we were not eating Mm -hmm. that like we did get lazy and every other we weren't Mm -hmm. we weren't seeing the magic and everything we weren't Mm -hmm. sensitive to how incredible the world is around us Mm -hmm. as much like Mm -hmm. i think that was a lot of what was because we weren't we weren't participating in life we were just like sitting and just trying to not like trying to not be touched on it yeah in the last episode we try not to be we're like, well, we don't want to like cause any harm. So we're going to be as uninvolved as possible. And I don't think that's the human experience. Right. And so it's like, it's finding the balance of what works for you and the way that you perceive the world and the way that you are as an individual and what's going to work best for you on the sensitivity to desensitization scale, where you can actually be present and be open and available for the things that are around you that are beautiful. Yeah. And the, and the environment that you're in. I think that's like such an important piece of of the sensitivity conversation is that like it's locationally dependent. Mm-hmm. It's it's what your environment uh, is like around you all the time. If you're in downtown New York living in a walk up apartment and right. it's constant noise and it's constant hustle and there's constant energy and there's always rent to pay and there's always 12 hours of work to do that you have to desensitize to so much Mm. and so i can see why people would have to seek out um gratitude and sensitivity in specific areas of their life but somebody living like you know out on 20 acres of land in tennessee that life is slow i could see why they are so they're already living so slow they're already so in touch with the world that's around them yeah that they could feel like that's enough for them yeah i don't know it's just i sometimes i have a hard time with that just because it to me it feels like i'm such a origin story type person and i'm like what was the intent here Mm. and so i hear like the new york apartment thing and as someone who loves big cities and things like that it's like i kind of like sit back and think but if we have to like be so desensitized to exist there is that really our best experience is that our best like lived out experience being human i don't know it's part of it i guess i part that's one part of being human maybe there's like seasons of being more sensitive which is like kind of what the whole conversation was about it's like the eight-year pilgrimage of being vegan um yeah and it kind of leads me to that what we've said before you can't be sad enough to make your sad friend mm-hmm. happy, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that applies for like a lot of things. I've been listening to like these 
all these amazing new podcasts and I've been really inspired when it comes to like manifesting and and like money and wellness and career and goals I think maybe I'm turning 30 so I'm like ready to just like Mm -hmm. I don't know be that boss bitch and what somebody said in a podcast that like you can't be oh you can't make yourself poor enough to benefit someone else Mm. and because you know you think about like there's so much poverty in the world and you can be like well what if there's so much of that going on in the world there's so much hurt going on in the world there's so much pain going on in the world like you know how dare i take up any space take up any space how Uh dare i want to be you know to have my finances in order how dare i want to have like luxurious you know dinners and whatever it's like you know the list can go on and on but like there's no level of poor and sad and broken that you can make yourself to make the poor broken and sad any less poor broken and sad yeah (laughs) you just at that point are removing their their like connection to joy and aspiration and vision for what they could have yeah and I think like attract, uh, like attracts like as well. And I feel like if I'm truly wanting to attract th- good things, not just for me, but for other people, I'm going to need to embrace that for myself. Mm-hmm. Embrace it, chase it, and be able to spread that to people around me. And that's been a big learning curve for me. And it's inspired me to want to take up space and want to dream bigger and want to get my finances under control and wanting to, you know, chase after things in life. And I think it's all, it all goes together for me. It's just taking up more space. And I've been saying that phrase for a long time and I didn't realize how in so many ways I wasn't allowing myself to take up space. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. Where you were, you were trying to minimize yourself rather than trying to grow to be able to benefit your community. Yeah. Even in times that I wasn't, I didn't know I, I was doing that. Yeah. Looking back, I, I can see where I had diminished myself be- because truly I felt like it was the right decision, but I think I could have been a little bit more bold with the choices I made, um, so that I could not only benefit myself, but benefit others. Well, honestly, I feel like, I feel like that whole thought of trying to be trying to be like trying to like mirror your friends that are sad and mirror and and stoop to that level so that you can be with them so that you can empathize and sympathize feels really selfish to me and it feels kind of lazy in the way that like I don't think that we've really gotten to a place post faith or post religious culture where we are communal about the way that we care for one another mm-hmm. that like right. we haven't really grown to a place I mean, we have, we have in progressive spaces, like progressive political spaces has been such a huge, a huge movement toward being able to take care of the people around us in our community. And I think that's incredible. That's one thing that draws me so deeply into that work. Um, But on an interpersonal level, I think it's, it's hard for people to realize that they need to be the growth for their friend group sometimes. And they need to be Mm -hmm. the one that is, is growing and, and becoming more of who they want to be in life. Mm -hmm. And that person who they want to be should be someone who benefits their friends. Right. Someone who can take care of them, who can be emotionally available, who can be the rock and the dependent, the dependable person. That being said, if that type of 
conversation is interesting when it comes to like manifesting dreams, goals, like money, career, things like that. If that's something that you guys are interested in, um, let us know because we can mm -hmm. always go more into it. There's it's definitely an area where we're, we are learning. We're learning it individually, but also like together. Um, I can't say like we're pros, but we haven't been pros <laughs> at anything we've ever discussed. No. We're just two We're just humans. really open. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> we're just two little human beings that just like to talk. Yeah. Um, it's like what, why we got started. Um, I think it's important too that right now we're having these conversations because we really are building our long-term community right now. Mm -hmm. You know, like we're building out our friendships that are going to last through a lot of different seasons, whether that's kids, whether that's marriages, whether that's moving, whether that's, you know, career yeah. changes, everything yeah. that, that that's, who's going to be there. And like, I know we've said a few times just with the people we hang out with now that like, it's so, so good to feel like, I feel like I'm growing and evolving and succeeding when the people that I'm around are successful. Oh, totally. And it brings me so much energy and it helps me actually stay out of some of those deeper um, ruts when I feel like I'm having a difficult time achieving the things that I want out of life because I can just look around me and I'm like, we're successful. Yeah. We are growing. We have enough. We're safe. It's so, it, it's, I'm so grateful for this, but I, I'm so easily like I'm so happy and I take it on as my own if like my friend has some sort of success or some sort of like achievement or has crossed some goal or whatever I it feels amazing to me mm -hmm. it feels so good it's like I'm so proud of them so happy for them it feels like it's happening to me because it's happening to them I'm like if it's happening to my people it's happening to me not just as an empathy thing but like like magnetism. I'm like, yeah. if it's happening around me, it's happening to me. <laughs> so that's easy for me. So what I've, I've, my, my work has been okay. But when things go to shit, sometimes for them, people I care about, I can't let that reflect or, or cause me to feel like my life is also going no, to shit. But that's where I think that same mindset is so important because you're like, I was in a tough spot and I was riding off of their success and their energy and it made me feel so empowered. Yeah. Now is my turn to provide the power and the success in the moment where they're feeling like life is really difficult. Right. And I think as long as we can continue to be in that, instead of in that individualism where you're like, I feel really good. This is amazing for me. I'm so glad I'm surrounded by people who are succeeding. Mm -hmm. It's, it's just we, I think it's just changing some of the language around how we are actually forming community with our, with our actual small peer groups, because like in the same way that I've said in a, in a few different ways now is that like, once you start looking too macro with things, once you're talking about groups of 200 oh, yeah. or groups mm -hmm. of, you know, whatever, you, there's just so much less responsibility on you because you, you're a small fish in a big pond of people right. who are going to be driving that passion and that growth. And when you actually are in these small groups, it's a lot easier to get more individualistic because you're used to seeing an Instagram following of 4,000 and that's the people that you're feeding off of. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess I just, I am in the we mindset, but I have to get myself off of that when things go bad. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Like I have to be like, okay, it's not happening to you. Mm -hmm. Like that's not, 
you know, your day didn't start off terrible. It's okay. Like yeah. stay in your lane because I feel like I just can get so caught up on mirroring, mirroring back, you know, their successes, their happiness, but also it doesn't stop at that. Like whereas like my empathy and my sensitivity doesn't stop at just the good emotions. Mm-hmm. So my work has been figuring out how to manage feeling for them and being there for them, but not literally putting myself into the same like negative spiral or whatever it is that like potentially they're going through. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what does that look like for you? What is I'm flipping that it script? Out. I'm like, I don't know. I'm figuring it out. It's. Do you have like a moment of success that you can think of recently where you've been able to shift your mindset from feeling a little bit too much empathy to being able to feel like you can lead empathic power? Honestly, it's a, a lot right now. A lot of the time it's, I, li- I literally out loud usually cause it's like usually through a text or through a video or through like I find out s- for some reason, or maybe it is in person. Sometimes I have to like truly think the words like, how are you? Mm. How are you? What's going on in your life? You're okay. You're happy. What are you doing right now? Where are you going? You're going home. What's mm. home like? And what, who, who are you married to? What's your relationship like? What's okay. Just reminding myself what's my yeah experience and what I'm like my day involves and like all those things. It's like, I have to call back my own energy and like back into my own body. Um, so right now it's just like a very, very literal. You're lit- It's a sensory thing. You're, you're allowing your body to, to actually take in the senses of the things that are around you. Yeah, I, well, I'm trying to get, yeah, I'm trying to like zoom myself back. Get back into your into body. Into my own body. Yeah. And I'm trying to be like, oh yeah, I'm me. I'm not you. And yeah. It's, That's really cool. It's, so I don't know if there's like an, a better way that doesn't involve such literal checking in back into my own body. But for now, that's kind of what's been working because that's really similar to what people do when they're having anxiety attacks yes it's like look name 10 things that you can see around you okay now name five things that you can touch no it's literally that it's and i've heard that my whole life too and i think i've kind of implemented that into oh they're in a bad mood or oh they're really sad because it could go from like somebody's Mm -hmm. anger to someone's sadness to whatever it doesn't really matter i mean whatever somebody's feeling I can feel. Yeah. And so it's empathy could feel like anxiety because it's emotions out of your control. It's just, it's cause it's not, it's like not happening to me, but my body, my nervous system doesn't know any different mm. unless I tell it. Yeah. So I like literally have to tell myself that's not happening to you. Yeah. So it seems weird. Like it seems like a little kooky, but it's just like what I have to do. It's interesting because for me, it's the opposite. That when I, when I'm feeling, I, I guess I don't necessarily always feel dragged down by somebody else's like sadness or anything like that. Mm. I, on occasion I can. And I think it's more like, um, it's a little bit more of a long term thing for me that like, if somebody has been in this like difficult situation right. for a long time, right. I'll find myself three weeks down the road being like, why am I just so tired? And why am I yeah. so, um, and the thing that has been really helpful for me actually is 
um, speaking, speaking literally out loud, my gratitude for being on the other side of something that I haven't conquered yet. So I would say out loud, I'm like, I would feel in my body and I would like, I would start it from a, from a sense of like feeling in gratitude. I think some of my breath work and some of my meditations have really helped with that where I feel it in my body. And I say, I'm so like, for instance, I'm so grateful that I'm working at a job that I feel satisfied and I feel so um, like I'm benefiting the world. That so makes you, me so happy that I'm doing that. You don't relate it to like somebody else's sadness. Though. So you don't say, so if like you, if I was like, I'm really sad because a friend didn't show up for me and I'm like really upset all day kind of thing. You don't think I'm so grateful that I have a friend. You don't like, no. you don't Mm-mm. like, you don't mirror. It no, I like, don't, I don't mirror at all. It's about, it's about rooting into my own, not even my own reality, but my own vision. So some, okay. Because, because for me, reality has been a slow march to the things that I want. Mm. I've, I've always been somebody who moves so slowly. And so like in those moments where I feel like I'm maybe being, um, my, my joy is a little latent because of somebody that's around me or, or an environment that I'm in. I just give myself almost like dopamine rewards for the future. If that makes sense. No, I, no, I get that. I, I understand what you're doing. It's just, I, it wouldn't necessarily work for me. I literally just totally to tell myself I'm going to go home and eat food. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like gonna, like when I leave here, like, let's just say one of the radio shows, like it was overwhelming that like us girls weren't clicking. It was like, you know, mm. we were like kind of at each other's throats, like whatever. It's just like something like that. And in order for me to like get out of it when I'm there, when I'm like, okay, my gosh, like they're having bad days, but am, am I having a bad day? Yeah. At that point I would say yes, because they are having a bad day. Yeah. I'd be like, they're having a bad day. So they're not in good mood. So I'm having a bad day, but I'm like, but if I remove them from that mm-hmm. equation, am I having a bad day? Maybe not. Yeah. You know, You're like that was a bad experience because I was in relation with people who were, Having a bad day. Having a bad attitude. Yeah. But, but I, that's not my attitude. Right. I'm like, but I don't feel bad today. Yeah. Like I was actually really good today. I felt inspired. I felt whatever. And so yeah. I've been just trying to do that more to where I'm like, but that's there. I don't have to be mad because they're mad, which is, I, it's really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when it comes to like frustration or anger, I, I just typically mirror somebody. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want somebody to feel like bad about their emotion. So I typically double down with them. Yeah. Double down. Yeah. And I never want somebody to feel like alienated. And so I join them. Yes. Yeah. So you match their energy. I match them and it doesn't, but that's not always helpful for me. Yeah. Obviously. Right. Well, because too, with some with some people they may they may be be able to escape that sadness more quickly they may be able to disassociate from their own sadness and and move yeah and you will still be stuck in it because you can tend to dwell on those kind of exactly because i'm like well you worked it out because you just like had had a little temper but Mm -hmm. like for me that's not how i get rid of my anger Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like that's Mm -hmm. not how i get rid of my sadness because we all deal with it in different ways it's like it's like there's a metabolism for feelings totally yeah, there is a metabolism and it's like we all have different t- ways that we metabolize. Yeah. And so it's unfair to me, especially if I'm around someone who's quicker to anger and quicker to 
get over it. Whereas for me, I'm not an angry person. So if mm-hmm. I get angry, it's like a very big deal. My entire body feels it. Yeah. I'm like sick from it. It's yeah. no bueno. Yeah. So if I, if I am like, oh, this person's angry. Okay. I don't want them to feel alienated or alone or weird. So I'm going to get angry too. It's not, fa- I'm not saying they did this to me. I'm saying I did it to me, yep. but it's not fair to me. You're not very practiced in trying to move yourself beyond anger. I don't anger. metabolize anger. Yeah, because you don't way. do the you don't do the exercises to move yourself beyond anger. Because I just don't. That's just not something I like generally feel very often. So yeah. that's like a, a, a great example of like the types of emotions and the types of experiences mm. that I'm trying to be like. I don't need to match them. They don't even. They didn't even tell me they needed that. I actually have a friend who she's like she actually wants and needs the opposite. And I think it's why I am attracted to, like I'm constantly going back to her and her energy because if she's sad or if she's stressed, she's specifically has told me. And I, I can tell just by actions that what helps her is bringing her joy Mm -hmm. and, and like talking about like my abundance. And like, if something falls through for her, I say, you know, I, I, I tell her I'm sorry, but then I'm like, here's what's going on in my life. And I kind of like, it's, it's like, a you're like showing her that the world is good. The world is good. Uh-huh. And so that's how she works. And it's been good for me because it's trained. It's taught me that not everybody needs you to mirror mm-hmm. what they're feeling, which has been a very, like sometimes they need an anchor. Yes. And that's, I don't have many people in my life like that. Yeah. Which is why she's so special to me in that way, because I'm like, Oh, that's so good for me to learn that but also it's good for me as who i am as my personality it's yeah. like it's that type of person is good for me mm-hmm. <laughs> um not just as a learning curve so i'm trying to be that person as well uh, that people don't have to match me yeah. and i'm also trying to be like you know to understand that i don't need to match other people that's not necessarily necessarily always going to make them feel better yeah well and i think especially for you just knowing you and having conversations about like you can trick yourself into believing your own lie. Yeah. I can, well, I can, not even, not even like trick yourself intentionally, but like you I forget my intention. Yes. That's, that's a better way to say it. Yeah. You forget the intent of say it's a joke that you're joking about being mad. And then you'll forget that you were joking that you were mad. If, someone, if somebody responds to the anger. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out, how to deal with that still mm-hmm. because even recently I had a situation where I remember I remembered like the, a day later why I ended up bringing up something or why I said something the way I did and I after reflecting on it, I'm like oh it only went bad because the first response yeah to whatever it was that I said and then I forgot what mm-hmm. I forgot where I was going with it because I followed them immediately yeah so I I, I brought something up and they responded in a way I didn't expect. And so I was like, oh, oh, oh. Like I kind of just like maneuvered my own intentions even and forgot them to just match the conversation. Yeah. Because I didn't like I just got lost. I totally got I get lost in it. So it's just like this learning curve for me to not get lost. But it's not it's it hasn't been easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think a lot of it in, in from my perspective right now is that like the way that we maybe deal with 
bringing ourselves back to the reality that we want to be existing in and finding the future and the goals that we crave, I think it may be more in response to our ability to control our environment around us. Because for me, I feel like I I have a limited amount of control of my reality just Mm. because my life is dictated a lot by somebody else's schedule. And so for me, grounding into my reality around me can occasionally bring me, make me feel less connected to my power. Mm. And so imagining doing these like, like deep imagining work like they do with to be magnetic and doing these meditations where it's about manifesting from the future rather than to the future. That has been really mm-hmm. beneficial to me because I, I, I feel like I'm in my power in the small steps that I'm taking within the confines of my very controlled world. I think I, I do that when I get anxious about my actual life. So when yeah. it's, when it's not somebody else's feelings that I'm trying to like figure I out. See. Uh-huh. So when it's my own emotions, that's what I do. Yeah. Because then that gets me excited about the future. And I'm like, the future's already happening. The future's mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, whenever I'm having my own anxiety or own like fear or anything like that, I think I do like, I, I love the like, being grateful as if it's already happened yeah. kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love doing that. So I definitely see okay, cool. how, how that's helpful. I mean, I, that's pretty much how I live out my life very con- like consistently, mm-hmm. um, which is why I l- I'm like such a big picture person. Cause I'm like, I've been thinking about it all day. Yeah. I've been living in that all day. Yeah. Um, so being back in my body is just such a process and work that I do. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think this whole thing to me is like this, this is the work that, that helps small, small groups. This is what mm-hmm. makes it so that the community that you have, that is the six to eight people around you yeah, can grow is when you are able to find these different patterns of, I can work actually through this feeling. I can work through mm. y- like you're boosting your metabolism. You're, you're activating <laughs> your metabolism to be able to move yeah. through emotions yeah. by whether it's, whether it's in moments for yourself where you're doing these future gratitude practices right? and you're helping yourself move beyond some of the feelings that you're currently having. Or if you're just trying to ground into your own reality when somebody else is imposing their feelings on you, I think both of those are actually really helpful in, in, in boosting that emotional metabolism emotional metabolism i love the words that we're coming up with the yeah. little terms yeah i just i'm i'm i've just been so i've just been so grateful for like the community that we've been fostering and the conversations that we've been having with people lately that it's just it feels like this is all this is all the stuff that's been bubbling up and on the top of my mind yeah one of the things i wrote um on the downloads i was getting was mm-hmm. um if it was not actually, this is something I heard in a podcast, though I wrote it down. If it was not possible for you, you would not even perceive it as a possibility for you. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. getting into some uh, parallel universe theory over here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we only we only perceive like one percent of like reality. Yeah. Um, we only perceive a very small portion of reality because we only are like know our own consciousness and our own like perspective. Like it's like being a 3d body in a 4d space. It's like you are a slice of that dimension. Right. Like we only see what's like literally right in front of Mm -hmm. me. Like I don't know what's across the world. And even with all of social media and digital world that exists, it 
my experience here in Nashville, Tennessee is not the same as somewhere in like the UK or in Africa Mm -hmm. or in Australia. Like it's just completely different. But anyway, so because of that, because we only like see just a, such a small percentage and portion of reality, the idea that like, if you have consciously thought a thought, if you have, if you you have felt a desire, if you've, yeah, if you've birthed an idea that you like and you desire and that sounds good to you, whether it's a goal or a profession mm-hmm. or a career or a love life or whatever it is, if you have co- consciously perceived that thought as a possibility for you ever, if it's ever come across your mind, it is a possibility because you've thought it. Yeah, I love that. I think that's so powerful for people. Because sometimes it can seem hard to jump from the reality that you're in to that, to that dream. But it is your reality. If you right. thought it because that goes to like my, like my three tenets, like we own the only thing we really know can know is our own consciousness. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like how we were talking the other day that like, I think your consciousness follows where you survive, where it, where it continues to thrive and to grow. Because like, if we are moving through this, like that's kind of almost my, my current perception on what ap- afterlife may be that like, mm-hmm. say I say somebody dies young in this life. I don't think their consciousness just dissipates there. I think it moves on to the next, the next universe over the next parallel over where they didn't. Mm-hmm. And then they continue yeah. and then it continues and continues. And I think as we start to manifest those realities for ourselves the things that we desire into the world and as as we start pointing our energy toward that Mm -hmm. i think we actually just start pushing through the parallels i think we just start moving our way it's like an it's like an opportunity to intentionally shift between these universes rather than the the unintentional following of consciousness well you know the the phrase my my thing in another life if those words ever cr- come across uh-huh. your, your lips and you say, well, in another life, you know, I was a teacher and like in another life, I was a doula in another life. I married my best friend in another life. I, whatever it is. And if it's kind of come across your mind as like, like I, w- I wish it could be this life, but like, oh, it's fine in another life it happened or it, it, it it's happening like uh, it's Mm. fine like you're kind of shrugging it off and that's kind of the general attitude you have towards it that is such a gift that you you thought that because now you're going to think back on that and you're going to think about me because i'm going to tell you right now that if you say it with that kind of heart and that kind of attitude Mm -hmm. that thing is 100 percent meant for you in this life it's already happening for you. It's already happening in another. In another life, but it's this one in like yeah. in another timeline. Yeah. It's happening because you, you believe it so much. I mean, that's that literally said, our story. Yeah. You said it, you believe it so much that it's happening to you in another life, which means it is happening to you. You can, you can feel the you effects can feel of it. it. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I struggle with that in and of itself just because I've said that about several things. But one of them that came to fruition was us 
Mm-hmm. And so that's like a beautiful example of like, well, in another life, you know, I, uh, when I was engaged to my ex, I was like, well, in another life, you know, Adam and I were like roommates and best friends. And yep. like, we literally both kids together. We both, we both had the same vision of living in like friendship with one another, raising our own kids next, like with each other. Yeah. Which I feel like speaks so much to what we actually we were desiring. Yeah. But also it's just, it. it's such a, it was before we actually knew that it was each other that was going to be the person. Right. I had that vision for myself and she had that vision for herself since we were both younger and didn't even know one another. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's bizarre. But then we were like, hey, you're pretty hot. So I guess we could probably just like bang it out and make our own. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody had to provide the other half to make the baby. I know, right? But anyway, yeah, I just, I love, I love all that. So if you've ever said in another life, I pay attention because it's likely meant for you in this one. Yeah. It's already yours. Like I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like that has been such a, it has been such a driver for my hope for the future, knowing that we brought realities that seemed far off into our own, into our own reality. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really powerful. And I think we are so much more powerful than we give ourselves credit for. Yeah, me and Adam, not you guys. Yeah, not you guys, <laughs> just us. That's why we have microphones and you're over there. JK, JK, JK. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, no, we as human beings are more powerful. No, it's true. We are. And we are a part of Earth. And ugh, I feel like we hit on so many of the things that just I love. Like this this would be a great episode if I was just listening. So hopefully you guys like it because I would yeah. have liked it. Yeah. We, I've, I've, I've just heard from a few people now that's been really inspiring to me. And so thank you for all these people that have just been saying that they like listening to us just talk. Like they just want to be a fly on the wall in our conversations and be a part of our community and be able to like have dialogue with us. And that is so profound to me just because like, I, I feel like I've, I'm always obligated to provide something to have value to my friends or to the people that are around me and to hear feedback that like just show up just be yourself and just like talk and that's that is what people want to be here for i love that yeah well if you like being a fly on the wall you might know somebody who wants to also be a fly on the wall so please share yeah, please, please do. Please like, share, review, subscribe, hit that thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> God, <laughs> she's officially a YouTuber, guys. We started no, into a couple YouTube. episodes of a uh, no, video podcast. On YouTube. Yeah, I understand, but you know we're on multiple platforms. I know That's we're on uh, Apple Podcasts Re- and Spotify. Okay, Repost, comment, share, like, yeah, all the things for TikTok and Instagram as well. And follow us on whatever podcast platform you're listening. True. Follow. You can follow podcast shows. So mm-hmm. do that. That it would be so kind of you. 
um, and leave us a review. Tell us how cute and awesome we are. Um, <laughs> and our dog. You can just tell us about our dog, too, if that's the only thing you feel inclined to. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope this was inspiring, uplifting, encouraging, and anything else that's positive. We love you guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye.